right, so we're back to another uh, episode of Cutting Room Floor. And so this last Sunday, talked a little bit about Paul and particularly the silence passages. Yeah. Um, so this is 1 Corinthians 14, 1 Timothy 2. Yeah. Tough stuff. Totally. Um, you know, really smart people uh, disagree on these. Yeah. Really faithful people disagree. And, you know, I, I sort of did my best sure. to try and like, you know, and I, I sent you, you know, my, my draft of it a couple of times, yeah. try to get feedback. And, you know, in that amount of time, it's impossible to cover every totally. perspective. Um, and there's a lot of contextual factors. Totally. Um, so we thought it might be sort of helpful maybe to go into like, how do you just, how do you study a passage that's tricky yeah. with considering contextual factors? Yeah. So maybe, maybe just like, I know you had a couple things you wanted to sort of highlight. I think yeah. that'd be helpful to people. Totally. Yeah. And I think what I want to do is just kind of put words to what kind of our process was essentially yeah. over the past couple of weeks, kind of coming yeah. at what we talked about, or you talked about yeah. on Sunday. I think it's just important to recognize that with throughout all of scripture, there's to take every single word literally at face value. No one does that. And yeah. then just to name that, yeah. like if we were to take and every, there's, good, reason there's good reasons for that. Right. Yeah. So like there's passages in Paul's own writings where he says, greet one another with a holy kiss. Yeah. We don't literally do that today. Yeah. We do like, you know, today elbow bumps yeah, in our day. Right. right? Yeah. Or like Jesus has so not COVID <laughs> yeah, friendly. Totally. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So there's clear instances where we don't take everything literally, but the yeah. question becomes then, what's the process of discerning totally. what's cultural, what's relevant, yeah. what's we not. We don't just get to pick and choose. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think just a couple of things to say is that the n- number one, I have seven things here okay. and kind of briefly go through them. I think the first thing just very simply, and it seems pretty basic, but I think it's important is just to pray. Yeah. And just to come before the text, before the scriptures with a posture of humility, yeah. recognizing that I don't want, you've talked about this before. I don't want to master the text. I want the text to, master me in a yeah. sense where I want to come underneath yeah. what God has to say. Yeah. yeah. Submission. Like we were talking about submission. Yeah. All right. With like gender, gender and stuff. Totally. But like ultimately our submission is always before God. And he gave us these scriptures totally. to lead and guide us. Totally. And just yeah. recognize that there's going to be hard passages to understand. Peter even says in regards to Paul's writings yeah. that some of his writings, second Peter three <laughs> sixteen, are hard to understand. Yeah. And so just recognizing that with humility and with openness that like we've talked about, people will disagree on this, but yeah. we don't come with like, I'm going to figure this out yeah. kind of a thing. We just in a posture of prayer, seeking dependence on the spirit, trusting that God's going to speak um, regardless. So that's number one. Number one. Um, pray. Number two, kind of phrase it like this. Read the Bible literarily, okay. not literally. All right. So there's literally and then literarily. Liter- yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if I'm making up a word. I've heard it from someone else before, yeah. but the I basic idea. I think you it up, but I get the point. <laughs> yeah. The basic idea is that the Bible has is full of different genres or different yeah. types of literature. Yeah. So like you have narrative, poetry, sure. history. And when we talk about Paul and what yeah. we're specifically talking about, we're talking about letters. Yeah. Um, I've heard people talk about like, we're literally reading someone else's mail yeah. in a sense. Literally. Paul, yeah. Paul like wrote letters. a letter yeah. to Timothy. Yeah. Um, Paul wrote a letter than, to Corinth. It's different than a gospel or a parable within a gospel exactly. or apocalyptic like revelation. You're going to read these things a little different, a little differently. Yeah. And I think yeah. with a letter, even just think about a modern day letter right now, if I were to read a handwritten letter that I wrote to say a good friend yeah. and you were going to, I was going to read it out to you, but it wasn't directed to you. Yeah. You would be able to pick out a lot of things as yeah. far as certain cultural A lot of reference. it's common sense. Totally. Exactly. But a lot of it might have allusions to other things other that things. I would not be aware of because you were sharing that with a friend. With a friend. Exactly. And I think it's just an obvious thing, but I think important thing to just point out that when you're reading a letter, there's probably going to be things we should expect there to be things 
that were very specific to yeah. that recipient. I think that's just, you know, yeah. part of recognizing that. And there is some humility probably to recognize like it is a little tricky to reconstruct yeah. some of that cultural information. Totally. So like we do our best. Yeah. We read different sources to figure out, okay, what do we think makes the most sense most here? Sense. Yeah. Um, and in line with sort of scripture, you'll get into more of this, totally. but like th there is some picking and choosing. Totally. Of like, well, I think this reconstruction makes more sense than this one. Totally. Yeah. I think it's recognizing, I'm going to get to this in a second here, of what accounts for the most biblical data with the least amount of issues or problems. Yeah. I think that's kind of a good, helpful way okay. to maybe look at that. And again, it goes back to what we talked about earlier, the humility aspect yeah. that, you know, smart people disagree yeah. on this. That's why it's a tricky That's passage. why, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you have pray, read it literally, not literally, yeah. meaning that not every word is going to be face value and that's okay. Pay attention to the genre. Uh, number three, I wrote as the Bible isn't Twitter, which I mean by that is what we tend to do is with these tricky passages is focus just on the two, three, four mm -hmm. lines and really just, you know, hone in on yeah. those lines, which is great. We need to do that. Yeah. But also just to broaden out a little bit and specifically within that own book in particular with yeah. First Timothy or First Corinthians, what else is going on yeah. in that body of, of literature in that in that yeah. book? So just thinking about First Timothy 2, like what you were teaching on a couple yeah. days ago, within that same letter, but not within the, those specific verses, other things were happening that would kind of give us clues like, hey, there's something contextual or specific that's happening. Yeah. So for example, earlier in First Timothy 2, this is this, the same chapter, yeah. Paul uh, tells the women that uh, he's writing to about to, to, with Timothy yeah. not to wear or have braids and to wear gold. Yeah. Now, if we were to strictly apply that today, like yeah. women today can't have you know gold, jewelry, yeah. or ever braid their hair. And that would just seem kind of, I don't yeah. know, not doesn't right. Really it doesn't make, make sense. sense, right? So it just gives us clues that kind of the but that's in the same chapter, same chapter, yeah. right? And so our, the, the lights on our dashboard should kind of go off to like, oh, something is happening here yeah. that might not be an exact equal sign, you know, for sure. today. Um, also in First Timothy, First Timothy five, we alluded to it on Sunday, but there's also a, f a few lines where Paul is saying no financial support for widows. Uh, under the age of 60, yeah. right? And so, over 60, over 60 and, a widow. And, and a widow to get financial yeah. support from the church. And so some of these things, it's like, oh, it, it kind of lends itself to, there's probably something specific yeah. Paul's addressing to Timothy there. Totally. Um, so that's the third thing. The Bible isn't Twitter. Kind of broaden out a little bit. Yeah. Look at the bigger picture of that book. Um, number four, though, is even broadening out even more beyond just that specific yeah. book. So this is going from clear to unclear, okay. meaning look at some other clear passages within... The, the New Testament within the Bible yeah. that kind of kind of help you illuminate this unclear passage, this passage yeah. that you're perhaps wrestling yeah. with. So thinking of what else is Paul saying in the New Testament with regards to women and yeah. their role. So like last weekend we talked about the unclear passages. Yeah. This next weekend we're going to talk about stuff that is like more commonly agreed on yeah. at least. Like totally. this is what women are actually doing totally. versus these are the passages that are like, what women can't do. can't do exactly so like broadening out even in Paul's own literature first yeah. Corinthians 11 you've talked about this uh, women are using their gifts to prophesy in the gathering yeah. and there doesn't seem to be any gender or restrictions yeah. otherwise that Paul's placing on that you think about Paul's own ministry team who he did ministry with Phoebe Junia yeah. bunch of other women seem to be regularly a part of high levels of leadership within yeah. Paul's own kind of world world that he was living in so those passages in them of themselves, we'll talk about them more later, should help illuminate kind of what else is happening yeah. in these. So you find the clear passages and you use that to help interpret the unclear exactly. versus taking the unclear 
and then globalizing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's just a helpful, just overall yeah. biblical interpretive kind of tip, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, the fifth one, though, is I kind of just call it study, don't skip, meaning just just because a passage is hard or difficult. Yeah. I think sometimes the tendency is like, let me just move on to, you know, yeah. a verse that will help me feel good yeah, kind yeah. of a thing. But to really do the work um, yeah. and really you, you don't have to be a Bible teacher or a yeah. pastor or anything, but just as a follower of Jesus. My conviction, our conviction is that this is God's word for his people and that these texts yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important for us to, you know, we don't have to read every single book or yeah. get a Ph.D., but put some effort sure. into understanding. Yeah, not everyone's going to be Aaron, right? <laughs> so Aaron might get 20 books, but for you, maybe you get one. Sure, yeah. Maybe you read an essay. And start somewhere, it. yeah, yeah I would that. recommend not just randomly searching the internet. Exactly. Um, just because the amount of opinions you will get searching the internet, yeah. it's like, it's crazy. you can't siphon it out. Yeah. But if you have a question, like I think this is where I think you would love, and I know you've helped me with this, of like, hey, Aaron, what should I read? Yeah. You're like, here are a couple of resources. But totally. I think, you know, some solid essays could yeah. be a good place to start uh, a book or two, mm-hmm. right? We're not talking. Yeah. PhD is one thing. Yeah. Like a little bit more totally than just reading the plain text. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's helpful. And I think it's okay to recognize that there are smart, faithful people that yeah. have done this work that have condensed it into accessible forms in yeah. like a two or three page essay totally. or a podcast. There's even books like I know FF Bruce had a book on like just hard sayings. In yeah. The Bible. Yeah. It's like smart person that has spent their life studying this. Totally. It's like, okay, they're, they're short, super short, but at least you can say, okay, I went to someone who studied this and at least I got a little more. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's part of like even big picture, kind of the gift of teaching is part of that, that Paul's incorporating within the body of Christ. There's people that are meant to help others understand what is going on in the scriptures. And we're lucky in this season that we have access to all kinds. Yeah. In our internet age, as far as, you know, as dangerous as the internet can be with some of this stuff, there's still a plethora of really helpful resources out there. And we'd love to help, you know, steer in that direction. That was number five. So just, we had pray number one, pay attention to genre, literally, not literally. It was number two. Number three, the Bible isn't Twitter. So kind of broaden out from its own book itself. Number four, clear to unclear. So it's even broadening out even more. So not just that specific book, but other books in the New Testament or the, the scriptures. Yeah. Number five, study, don't skip. And number six, um, this is you know really simple again, but read in community. Yeah. Don't do this in isolation. I think this is really important just because you know dangerous things happen when you just read the Bible you know on your own and mm-hmm. think like you can figure it out by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think this is helpful. Just even our own relationship, we often yeah. discuss and talk about you know a lot of the texts that are going to be yeah. talked about on Sundays. On the get hard feedback. Ones, I always send you my sermons <laughs> and just see so like, I can get your like, eh, you need some work on this. You know, <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> super helpful. But it's just good, like even yeah. in whether it's your well community or your friends, yeah. to just see like maybe what what are they reading, what are they yeah. listening to, good. and just be able to bounce off different yeah. ideas is, is helpful um, with that. Because it is easy, I think. I noticed this for me, particularly when I was like trying to understand the Bible, mm-hmm. like especially those first few years, realizing like I could make connections and think I had like solved yeah. something and realize really I just misunderstood totally. it. Totally, yeah. Uh, and it actually took me, I had a friend named Dave Brock who was in the dorm next to me and I would always go ask him mm-hmm. like, so what does this mean? Totally. Uh, and I found that so helpful. Ex- yeah, just it's to amazing. Just to be with someone. Um, yeah, to, to sort of, because there's a lot of st- in there that's tricky. Totally. Yeah, I even see that uh, in my own experience. Like even when I'm like leading a class, oftentimes I think, oh, I have this great handout with these great yeah. points. And then I go to explain it. And then there's all these other questions or pushbacks. Yeah. And I love that kind of mutual yeah. learning the that refining. can happen. Yeah, the refining piece is, is beautiful. And that happens 
in community. Yeah, that's great. Um, so that's number six. Number seven, this is the last one. Keep the main thing the main thing. And kind of all this kind of boils down to is that, again, faithful people that take the Bible seriously, that believe it's God's word for his people, will disagree on a lot of different things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Paul's even going to say, we're in the middle of 1 Corinthians right now as we record this yeah. as our main Sunday teaching text. Paul's going to say in 1 Corinthians 15, starting in verse 3, that it is of first importance that Christ died for our sins in yeah. accordance with the scriptures. And just thinking about that in context of 1 Corinthians, all the different really important things yeah. Paul's that Paul addressed. a lot of tense things yeah. that are very important, but in the end... Of first says, importance, yes, Christ important died thing. for our sins yeah. in accordance with the scriptures. Yeah. And to remember that what holds us together, and we've talked about this with Centered Set here yeah. at Wellspring, keeping Jesus at the center. Yeah. And can we be a church, a family that we might disagree on some of yeah. these other things, how to we interpret will. We will. How, we're going to disagree on how we interpret First Timothy 2 and yeah. you know, name your theological topic of choice. Yeah. But the most important thing is Jesus is, is King and Savior, yeah. and He loves us and He is for us. Yeah. That's so, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. So as you sort of go into even this weekend, as we're talking about sort of women uh, and the church and yeah. roles and all this stuff, I think those are some really helpful frameworks yeah. to use, uh, some really helpful touch points. Yeah. Either if you feel yourself bumped out, like, wait, what? Totally. And you're like, okay, wait, does it match this criteria? Yeah. Or if you're reading on your own and you're like, uh, what does this mean? Okay, well, here are a couple steps I can take. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Totally. Super helpful. Cool. Thanks, man. Awesome.